Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. There are two burdens that Jesus does not want any of us to carry. There's the burden of guilt, and there's the burden of bitterness and hurt. Today, in the gospel passage, Peter asks Jesus, how many times, Lord? How many times do I need to forgive my brother? Seven? Now, there was a prevailing opinion from the Pharisees that you should forgive three times. They didn't have baseball back then. (laughs) But we understand this. Three strikes and you're out. So Peter thought he was being hugely magnanimous by saying seven times. And then Jesus offers this ridiculous reply, not seven, 77 times. When they heard that, they must have thought to themselves, who can do this? How is this even possible? I want to talk about four kinds of forgiveness this morning. Four ways. Two of them have to do with how we receive forgiveness, and two of them have to do about how we give forgiveness to others. So the first one is when we've done something wrong. We've hurt somebody. And maybe we've hurt them deeply. Could be a spouse, a sibling, a friend, a neighbor. I think in our lives, for all of us, there's some spot, probably, when we hurt someone deeply. And we go and we say, I goofed up. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. And then, hopefully, you know that wonderful feeling when the other person says, don't worry about it. I forgive you. It's such a freeing moment. It's beautiful. Sometimes when I'm doing confessions, you know, where it's out in the open, I'll see people after they go to confession. They had something they had to tell God. And I'll see them walking out. It's like they're walking on air. It's like a new life. That's the first one. The second one is when somebody forgives us and we haven't even asked for forgiveness. Now, you might say, when does that ever happen? Oh, it does happen. I've seen it many times. I'm going to tell you a story to illustrate this. And this story comes from the novel by Victor Hugo, Les Miserables. It's been translated into several movies. A musical was written about it in 1985. It's still around. It's coming to Tampa again this year. That musical has been performed in 42 different countries, 21 different languages. The messages in that story are so powerful. Well, in the story, Jean Valjean is the main character. He's a good man. His sister's kids are sick. They have no money. 
And so Jean Valjean steals a loaf of bread and he's caught. And he's given the horrific sentence of five years in jail. Imagine that. Five years for stealing a loaf of bread. Well, he tries to escape. They tack on more years. He can't take it. He tries to escape again. He ends up in the story serving 19 years. That story, no doubt, is based on real things that Victor Hugo was seeing in his society. So when he gets out, he's not free. You have to carry a card with you, a yellow card. It's a parole card. And you have to show that card if you're going to try to get a job. And you have to show that card if you want to stay overnight somewhere. But when they see that card, they're not going to give him a job. He's a convict. They're not going to take a chance on him. He gets more and more discouraged. Finally, he's in a little village. He knocks on the door of the bishop. And to his amazement, the bishop invites him in to sit at his table and have supper with him. And then the bishop says, you should stay here tonight. I got a guest room. Jean Valjean has not slept on a real bed in 20 years. Now you would think that he would be so grateful. He wasn't. He's a broken man. He's so bitter, hurt. So in the middle of the night, he sees all the silver, grabs his pillowcase, puts all the silver in the pillowcase, the knives, the forks, the plates, and he runs out. The police catch him. They know he's a convict. He tells them, the bishop gave me these things. Are they going to believe that? So they bring him to the bishop. And when they get to the door, the bishop is holding two silver candlesticks. And he says, you forgot these. I wanted you to have these too. Well, the police didn't know what to make of this. But what could they do? He says he gave these to him. And then when the police leave, this is the turning point in the story. The bishop says to Jean Valjean, Today, I have bought your soul for God. Do something with this. Change your life. And then he has this great line. See in this some higher power, a greater cause. Jean Valjean goes out and weeps and weeps. You see, the kindness didn't pierce all that suffering, but the forgiveness, the forgiveness did. And he does change his life. He changes his name. From that point on in the story, he spends his life doing good for others. He didn't even ask for forgiveness. It's so powerful. So those are the first two. The next two are hard. That's when we got to forgive. You know, you may have somebody that comes up to you and they ask you for forgiveness. But what they did hurt you really badly. I've had people tell me, I can't forgive. 
I know it's a sin, but I can't forgive. And I hear in their voice as they're talking that they want to. They want to get this out of their life. They want to feel better. They want to get the bitterness away. But I tell them it's not a sin because you're in the process. You can't fully forgive until that wound gets healed. God wants to heal that wound. And then you'll be able to forgive. You're in the process. I ask him this. Can you say a prayer for the person who hurt you? Every single person I've ever asked that always says yes. They're in the process. And then what about the last one? Is when somebody doesn't ask for forgiveness. Now you may say to that one, now how is that fair? They're not even asking for it. Where is that in the Bible? Well, in Luke's gospel, Jesus on the cross, he says, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. It's right there. I heard someone once say that when we don't forgive, it's like that other person who hurt us is stalking us all the time. They're there in our thoughts. They're there in our, our hearts. They're, they're haunting every one of our days. But when God gives the grace to forgive, there's a freedom. I'm not thinking about them all the time anymore. I may not even think about them very much at all, except maybe once in a while to pray that somehow maybe they could be healed too. I don't think forgiveness is human. I think it's divine. But the stories you hear from people who have been given that gift to forgive, they're so inspiring. They are free. And that's what Jesus wanted. So those four kinds of forgiveness, two of them are the ones that we receive, and two are the ones we do for each other. I don't think forgiveness is a human thing. I think it's divine. It's divine. So we pray for the grace that God may give us the gift to be able to receive the forgiveness that's offered to us and embrace it and be free again and also be given the grace and the freedom to forgive each other. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.